This is the American Real Estate Show, and I'm your host, Tristan Almada. This show is an experience that happens typically through YouTube and plays into Facebook. Now it's a podcast. So this is where you're going to learn what the latest news is about real estate so you stay informed and you can make better decisions because at the end of the day, I mean, the American dream is still alive. Let's go. I don't know if it's a surprise to anybody, but I have this article right now that's saying that investors took up a massive chunk of properties. You know, they actually bought properties during the pandemic and they turned them around and made them short-term rentals or they did something else with them. And so I want to talk about that. I also want to talk about the housing crash, you know, this housing bubble, because now we're seeing two sides of this and it's a lot more clear as to what's going to happen if everything continues uh, the way it's at right now. So let's just jump right into this one. And some of you are asking, what am I drinking at the beginning of this? Well, I alternate between water and this great, and this is no affiliate, by the way. Uh, it's Chameleon Organic Cold Brew. Let's see if you can see that. It is so tasty. Oh, man. Mm. Now, let's get into this. I've got this great article for you from, from Fortune. It's, it says, investors, including Wall Street, helped to drive up home prices during the pandemic housing boom. Now, I want to read a little bit of this uh, because there's a pink area I want to focus on. And that's you, you saw that coming up. But here, since the onset of the pandemic housing boom, investors have flooded that U.S. housing market. There are small players like mom and pop landlords and Airbnb hosts who are adding to their property portfolios. And man, they are doing it fast. I'm watching it happen. Now, here's the thing. However, even as investors piled into the housing market, many real estate insiders over the past two years hesitated to attribute much, if any, of the boom to investors. In their views, numerous factors drove the housing uh, the housing frenzy. Historically low mortgage rates spurred by Federal Reserve response to the COVID-19 recession attracted all homebuyers. And hold on, because I have to just talk to you on this one. No, they are completely wrong. Real estate insiders said that? Who are these people? We've been telling everybody, me too, and the whole real estate world, hey, a big chunk of these, these buyers are actually investors. Hey, investors are eating up the opportunity for first-time home buyers to purchase homes. I mean, we've been saying it since day one, since we started, since it started happening. So I don't know where Fortune thinks they got their information from, thinking that nobody was doing it, but no, we called it a long time ago. In fact, NAR called it earlier this year when they showed that 30% of all purchases, 30%, all right, 30% of all purchases in the first quarter of this year. They were done by investors. That is pretty massive, right? So here, let me let me just go down. Uh, I'm going to go just go through the highlighted areas I got for you. In the first quarter of 2022, investors made up a record 28%. There you go, 28%, 30% of single-family homes that they bought, right? According to a report published last week by the Harvard Joint Center of Housing Studies. Hey, you guys are a little late. We called it a long time ago. That finding is backed by a separate... Redfin analysis, which looked at the home sales, unlike Harvard's single-family home analysis, 
in the first quarter of 2022, investors made up a staggering 33% of homes of home sales in Atlanta. That's just in Atlanta. Not far behind Jacksonville, 32, Charlotte, 32, Phoenix, 29, Miami, 20, 20. And look, you may be thinking, well, Tristan, why is this important? Well, Think of the implications now as they're slowly not buying as many, right? The demand is starting to slow down in some of these areas. What happens if some of these ma and pa's decide to, hey, you know what? I'm just going to completely back out. So this is why it's important for us to track these investors. Where are they buying? How much are they buying? Uh, how many are actually no longer buying, right? It's important. So let's go back to this. Now, as we scroll down to a little bit further down, it says, let's be clear. This is the article, not me. Let's be clear. The vast majority of invested home purchases in America are still made, here it is, by small or mid-size investors, ranging from average Joe owning an Airbnb rental to individuals who spent years, years, amassing a hefty portfolio of rental. According to the Harvard study that I showed you earlier, 74% of investors' purchases in September were made by investors with portfolios, this is the key, portfolios of less than 100 properties. The remaining 26% of investors' purchases were made by group property portfolios of at least 100 units. Okay, so that's that gives you a clear indication of who's purchasing what. They go into Blackstone, they get, go into all these other companies that have made these purchases. That's that, and they also have great graphs over here so you can see that. I don't wanna get into that, I wanna show you now a great piece here uh, showing you by Redfin. Investors' home purchases fall for the second straight quarter. All right, so this is important to pay attention to. How much are how much is it falling, right? And what areas were they purchasing before to indicate the fall? Because if we track this, some of that demand is still being picked up by these first-time home buyers who weren't able to get in. But what happens when it starts waning, right? That's the concern. So this is what I need you to pay attention to because all of this data, by the way, Redfin data is really good. It's free. You can just go to redfin.com forward slash news and you'll find it. But as you start looking at all of this data, you start understanding where we're heading. And believe it or not, even with this, because I'm going to go now to, to Dave Ramsey because I already used Dave a little bit. Now, before, hold on, before I show you what Dave says, because some of you may like it, some of you may not. Let me just warn you that I agree with Dave on this. There are things that I don't agree with Dave on because we just come from different worlds. But on this specifically, because I read this data daily, I get sent all of this stuff directly from the people publishing it. And I get to talk to the economists and I just, I read data all day. And so I love that Dave straight out says it. Here it is, it says, I'm just gonna read you the, the top portion. It says inflation, recession, high interest rates, high fuel costs, labor market disruptions, including the great resignation, supply chain shortage, bear market, and the hits just keep coming. Scroll down to the bottom there. He says at the bottom, last paragraph, read it with me. When you're operating on fear, fight or flight chemicals, uh, fight or flight, fight chemicals, flood your brain and your critical thinking skills shut down. Higher thought patterns and analysis are only possible when a perceived threat is lowered. You don't ever make good decisions based on th on the thinking you do when you're afraid or angry. The news cycles right now will make you both angry 
and afraid several times a day if you let the drama in. Now, he goes on. I'm just going to read this with you. There's one other piece here. He says, in 2008, demand fell dramatically below supply and housing prices actually went down. We've already been over this data a ton of times on my videos. That was the first time we had seen any substantial sustained housing price drop in almost 100 years. Even then, the prices recovered within a few years. Now, he goes in. It says, bottom line, at the bottom, read it with me. We still have too many buyers chasing too few houses. So for the next five years, we will continue to see house prices increase. Certainly not crash. Look, that's that's on the on the other side of what I'm hearing. I'm hearing a lot of people still... Fortunately, a lot of people are saying, hey, it looks like we're getting into a neutral market. I'm like, bingo, that's it. We're heading into a neutral market. There is no crash. There is no bubble. I'm showing you, though, that you need to be paying attention to the investors. If there are less investors, obviously, there's going to be more inventory. So what we're seeing is the inventory now start increasing. And look, if the Fed raises the rate a lot more than they're saying they're going to, and they surprise the mortgage world, then we're going to see interest rates rise, mortgage rates rise more than they thought they were. But check out the mortgage rates today. They dropped. They're under six. So you have to understand the world that we're in. Just go to the data. See what's happening. Stop listening to these crazy-ass YouTubers or social media people that have no understanding of the real estate world. Stick to people that have been doing this for years who invest, who own a ton of real estate. Pay attention to who you listen to because it matters. Because then if you don't, you have a couple of a couple of people I know just sold a whole bunch of stuff and they're like, we're out, we're peace, we're leaving. I'm like, why'd you do that? So oh, we know it. Market's going to crash. We're, um, we're just moving out of the state. Uh, actually, we're moving out of the country. And uh, this is just a terrible place. Have you seen the news, Tristan? And I'm like, yeah, I have, but... Um, I think you may be overreacting. So look, do me a favor. Take everything that you're seeing, weigh it out, look at the data, and keep on coming back because I do this almost daily. And I'm always showing you, hey, look, this is this is reality here. If the market starts turning around and I and I see that there's a housing crash coming, I'll tell you, I'll be like, hey guys, guess what? It's that time. But right now, we're just heading into a neutral market. Don't freak out. Homes will not sell in two weeks. In a month, they'll start selling in normal time, which was what? Three months? That's what it would take a home to sell years ago. Thanks for tuning in. Any questions you have, feel free to dump them in here. And I will see you again tomorrow. Thanks, everybody.